Hello, and welcome to Anchor Point, the daily podcast of First Colony Church of Christ here in Sugarland, Texas. I'm Eric. And I'm Jenny. Thanks for joining us for part two of Surprise, You're a Homeschooler. So, how are we doing? We've all been in this new, unusual season for a few weeks now. Many of us have been stripped of our typical busyness, which for me is a welcome change. At the same time, our routines of school and and work have been altered to be very different. And at this point, if you haven't already, it's time to have a discussion about what's working for your family. Maybe over one of your many family dinners. Yeah, who would have thought that this is how we get to have so many family dinners together? In our family, we recently pulled out our trusty dry erase boards and made two lists. One, a gratitude list, things we're thankful for right now. And the other, a loss list, things that we've lost and that we miss. We found this to be very insightful for our family and a great way to process this in a positive way. We've all experienced a loss of some kind, but we also have so much to be thankful for. You know, God is doing a beautiful thing even amidst this uncertain time. We're all relearning a few things, aren't we? We already mentioned family dinners, bringing those back and cooking, and we've been reminded of the value of teachers and medical professionals. We're going for walks. We're doing puzzles. We've already completed a 2,000-piece puzzle here. Yeah, we're a little proud of that. And we're reading actual books. To those of you on the front lines, we say thank you. Whether you're helping to keep our food and supply chains open or you're in a medical profession, we are praying for your protection and a swift end to this current situation so that you can return safely home. So as we wrap up our conversation about schooling at home, we want to share our list of the top 10 benefits of homeschooling. We're actually going to give you 11. That's just a bonus. But maybe you've already experienced some of these for yourselves. While some of these may be humorous, they truly are some of our greatest reasons and blessings right now for homeschooling. Number one may surprise you. And that really is understandable right now as we're all still adjusting. But one of our biggest benefits is time with our kids. Believe it or not, the more time we spend with our kids, the more we like them. Now, moms of littles, I do feel like I need to extend some love to you here and say it's okay to need some time away from your little ones. Some of you may have husbands who are still working outside the home, so give yourself lots of grace and space when you're able. Number two is character training. Do you know that study after study has shown that parents are still the number one influence of their children? We have plenty of opportunity to navigate relationships and life outside of our home, but more time at home allows us to have more time to discuss things of the heart. Incidentally, this is one of the reasons that we fell into homeschooling, Um, because my job, uh, serving in student ministry for about 20 years, I worked a lot of nights, a lot of weekends, and spent a lot of time with other people's kids. So teachable moments for me as a dad and for us as a family, they were, they were kind of tricky, which leads us on to point number three. Yeah, point number three is flexibility for everything, for doctor visits, for grandparent visits, for service projects, for travel, and even for sickness. Although don't ask our kids about this one because they'll tell you that they often did school even when they were sick. 
Number four is travel, and this is one of my favorites to talk about because I don't like lines, I don't like high prices, I don't like to travel when the rest of the world is during peak travel season. So for our family, times of travel are during the school year, and that's when I usually find the best deals for where we want to go. Number five, we get to learn too. I don't know about you, but I had a few holes in my education. And guess what? Each of our kids will have some holes too. But now I get to learn right alongside my kids in some some of their subjects. My favorite seasons have been those when I can teach one history or Bible curriculum to multiple kids together at the same time. Yeah, my strength is history and English, but this can work with almost any subject for multiple ages. Number six is better sleep for kids and parents as well. I've seen this a number of times on the news here recently from different medical experts, and they talk about the importance of sleep that we get right now, how good it is for our immune system. And face it, our teens today, they can use an extra hour of beauty sleep here and there. (laughs) So true. Number seven, we can have more tailored learning according to our kids' interests and skill sets. In fact, right now, our youngest is taking an online forensics course. You can't imagine the discussions we're having at the dinner table, and while it is totally abhorrent to her older sister, she's loving it, and she's already talking about a major in criminal justice. Just this week, another example, a friend told me how her seventh grade daughter was working on a journal during this season, a great idea for English and all kinds of things, but she wanted to decorate the cover for an art project. She loves art and spent four hours creating her perfect journal cover. Number eight is a lower clothing budget. Now, typically our kids do a lot of classes and activities outside of the home throughout the week. But on those home days, you can bet that our kids are comfy and casual while they're doing their schoolwork. Number nine, and this one may also surprise you, but we find that homeschooling helps to teach our kids more independence and self-discipline. Specifically, I'm thinking of meal preparation and time management. Once we help set them up for success with the right tools and a workable routine, remember the four R's from last week, they learn to maintain that. Yes, we consistently inspect what we expect with a morning meeting or a daily wrap-up, but with all four of our kids, we found that over time, they develop more and more independence, and by middle school and definitely high school, they manage their own tasks. It's a great help for us as parents, and even better, it's college preparation. Number 10 is the freedom to have jobs. Students aren't limited just to nights and weekends. They can work during the day. That's not restricted for them. Each of our kids have discovered the opportunity and the freedom that comes with working. They've done babysitting jobs and done different jobs working for folks at at church. Our son worked at Chick-fil-A. These were all great experiences where they learned how to manage their own money and discovered the freedom of financial independence. And finally, number 11, you can teach to your child's learning strengths. Are they visual, kinesthetic, or auditory learners? I'll never forget reading to our two oldest kids when they were younger. The firstborn naturally sat quietly beside me and followed along with every word as I read. The secondborn was flipping off the couch over and over. But do you know what? Somehow I realized that when I asked a question about what I'd read, he could answer every single one. He just needed to move. And to this day, he's 20 years old and he still needs to move. When is your child most receptive to learning? When do they need unstructured time or outside play? 
Consider this in your routine and rhythm of each day right now. And just a tip, if you have one of those busy boys or girls, Legos. Get out those Legos while you're reading and let them move and use their hands. Your intuition and knowledge of your child are two of your most important and powerful assets as a parent. So as we continue this homeschool journey, for as short or as long as God would have it for each of us, we pray that you're encouraged to continue well. Remember the four R's from last week, routine, reading, recreation, and rest. You can't and won't do everything on your list, so enjoy connecting with your kids and remember that God often does beautiful work in hard places. Have you ever been on a hike or climbed up a mountain? I've had the opportunity to trek up a few 14,000-foot peaks in Colorado, and they're no small hike. You know, as you climb up a mountain, you trudge along, and times it can be hard and even painful, and you have those moments where you want to quit. But eventually, when you get to the summit, the top of the mountain, you step up there on that peak, and that's when you turn around and you're able to view where you just came from, and you realize the scope and the beauty of what you've accomplished. I hope you're able to see some of the beauty even, even now as you're on this journey. We want to close from a verse in Philippians 4, verses 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be of evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Thanks for listening to Anchor Point. Join us for our live stream worship on Sunday mornings at 8.30 and 11. And please remember to subscribe and share.